I'm Sean Tiberio. Welcome to the Sean Tiberio Show, where the good, the bad, and the ugly about being your own boss are all on the table. Now, we all know every day as a business owner is not easy. There's no money tree that's just growing and raining those bills requires us to show up every single day and put in the work. So congratulations for showing up today to learn something that will help your business grow. Now let's get real. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another week of the Shantai Birio Show. Mm. I got some delicious coffee, and today we are going to be diving in to talking a little bit more about how to be successful with your online side of your business. We all know in 2020, having an online presence, having your business out there on the internet or the intra-web, as I like to refer to it from time to time, uh, having it out there and your success out there, it's a whole lot more than just a cheap website that's just kind of like slapped together. And unfortunately, that is what we see a lot with a lot of small businesses out there. And I get it, they're on a budget. So they just try to slap something up because, hey, somebody told them something is better than nothing. And if you just build it, at least somebody can can come to it. And eh, there, there's not a whole lot of truth in that. And unfortunately, the success of it is far, far uh, greater than just slapping that uh, sucker together. I mean, without getting into the super nitty gritty when it comes to stuff like SEO and uh, really making sure that your site's built on on a solid foundation. We're going to get into some of these these aspects here, but uh, you know, unfortunately, the cheap side going going cheap this is probably one area in your business that you don't want to you don't want to skimp out on just to get it done i get it we're starting off we're a newer business we got we got to work a little bit to to make some moolah right get get some of the green stuff flowing in and we can always reinvest into it but that doesn't mean that we just start cheap and especially if that's going to be a major aim for you and your business, or if your business predominantly needs that online side of it, this is not something that you just uh, kind of skimp out. And then also the other side of that, there are a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of platforms out there that are not cheap. They, they quite frankly are incredibly expensive and they're not even built properly or the organization, the company that you're purchasing that thing through. And that's what we're going to get into today is really the five-step strategy so that you can, whether it's, uh, and, and this is exactly how we've built everything here at Top Results Consulting, but more importantly, so you can actually look at some of these other programs, these other platforms, these other service providers out there, and be able to know what it is that they should have or should be doing with their process to really set you the business owner up for success so that you're not ending up with uh, the, the just kind of a band-aided together approach. And here's why. You see, de depending on the effectiveness of the, the web-based marketing that you do, 
Now, if you're not doing a ton of web-based, which I don't know how small businesses today can even survive in the year of 2020 with the way technology is going, if we're not doing anything or not doing much from a web-based marketing standpoint, but I get it. I find them all the time. There are a lot of companies out there that are not. When you truly utilize a very time-tested, true marketing equation, and you mix that with a very strategic approach to your online side, the website side of your business, and the way it integrates and, and, and kind of flows as another body, almost, as another personnel inside of your business helping you generate leads. We've seen it time and time again. I know I've, I've seen it in my own businesses over the years. Lead increases going from maybe like four, five, eight, ten leads a month on my website, you know, visitors, so to say, just just kind of glancing at me, just kind of starting to look at me, up to three, four, five, eight hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred. It's not uncommon when you put a very strategic equation into this process and really get strategic. I'm gonna keep emphasizing that word on the approach and the way that it's built, these are the type of results that are super common and they happen over and over and over again. So ask yourself this, as a business owner, right? Our job or what our business is really designed to do is really to just have more sales and be able to give more value focus to our prospects. At the end of the day, that is as a business owner, that's what we wake up every day and think about. How do I give more value? How do I how do I provide more and generate more sales out of that? How do I give getting education, information, better product, better service, better customer service, whatever? How do I give? And then how does that translate into more sales? And that is really the job of the online side of you is to just promote your your who you are is just kind of push that piece and really create a unique selling proposition, a USP, a unique selling proposition about you and your company. And this is what separates you from everybody else out there. And again, if we just slap something cheap up there, there there's a ton of cheap platforms, Wix, GoDaddy, there's a ton of them out there that are, you know, inexpensive, and we can just slap it together. You could, you yourself, no technical experience whatsoever, could probably sit down, create something, put it up, put it out there. However, small businesses today, that, that doesn't just work for them, right? And here's why. We all see the large corporations. We've all been on a very fancy, very nice, very well-crafted, well-put-together website or web platform or online kind of world of a, of a company. And when things work seamless and when they go smooth and when it's very high end and it looks really good, it's branded right, the messaging is pretty just dialed in across every aspect of it. We feel really good about whatever it is that we're doing with that, that particular company, whether it's a service we're getting or a product that we're buying, whatever the case is. And it's the quite opposite when we get on some of these inexpensive platforms and we start going fumbling through somebody's broken up choppiness uh, process and we're like, mm, it just sends the wrong message, right? Immediately we start to feel like maybe we're, maybe we're about to do something here 
with a company that isn't, you know, I don't know. And, and we leave, right? And we, we go. So as a small business owner, I know for myself, I want what the Coca-Colas, the, the Ford, the, uh, you know, Southwest Airlines. I want what those high-end companies, I want something at that quality, but I got I to gotta play down here because my budget is nowhere near a company like Coca-Cola or uh, Charles Schwab or some of these other major, major players in the, in the spaces, in their niches that have millions of dollars to throw at their online end of their, their campaigns. So I want it, but I got to play here. And there's ways of doing that. And that's, let's, let's dive in to some of those because as a small business owner, quite frankly, that is all that we are looking for. And at the end of the day, if I had to sum this up, before I even give you kind of like the five key areas, if I had to sum this up, and you guys know here on the Shantai Berio Show, we're, we're kind of raw, real, to the point, don't hold any punches back. If a company isn't, if you're working with somebody or you're jumping into a platform to, to do this for your own self, and that platform doesn't focus on the strategy behind what your goal is for this whole thing. Right? Each business is different. I can tell you right now, we work with a ton of different businesses at Top Results Consulting, and every single time that we get on the call, uh, our, our strategy breakthrough calls to start getting the process going to build these type of online funnels and online pieces out for our customers and our clients, every single one is different. So if you're jumping into something, they're just trying to push you down the same track. It's just like a one size fits all. It's like, here's, here's a box, open up the box, boom, plop it on the table and, and take off with it. You're probably getting something that's not so great because the company that you're looking for is the company that should be spending time strategizing. I should be spending time designing and putting this around the goal of your business. They should also be thinking or talking a little bit about the way that they maintain their stuff and, and what kind of maintenance goes into it and security and all these type of things so that you know that you are getting something really, really good. So the first thing that you should be looking for to ensure that your business is getting set up with uh, some solid, solid success principles, right? We talked uh, on a previous episode. I'll link that um, in the, the cards for those watching this on YouTube, uh, those listening out on the podcast world, head over to SeanTiberio.tv and uh, find this video and you'll find some of the other linked up videos. I'll put them in the, in the comments uh, and in the, uh, I'll link that on a, on a card there. But uh, a couple things, and there's five of them that I want to just kind of hit on, and they're pretty self-explanatory, but once you start to think about it, you're like, yep, that makes total sense why maybe what you currently have isn't working very well, uh, or why you've tried and you haven't quite got to that point yet. So number one thing, and, and this is no matter where you're at, whoever you're working with, whether it's us or somebody else, if, if it's us, I know you're going to get it. If it's anybody else, if you're not getting this, I would ask why. And the first thing is consulting. And if, if the company that you're working with is just trying to say, hey, pay us this, we've got a time-tested, you know, proven whatever platform, we're going to do it. We've done this for thousands and thousands of other people. Just give us, you know, 8, 9, 10, 15, 20 grand. We'll do this and throw you in. And they're not spending time consulting 
and understanding your vision and understanding your idea and understanding your plan as a business owner? Where does this fit into that plan? And how is it going to work into what you do as a business? And what do you need it? More importantly, what do you need out of your online site and your website and, and, the, and the functionality behind it so that it becomes a workhorse for you, not this stagnant just thing out there in no man virtual world. So consulting. Very first thing is, are you getting some sort of a consulting call? Now, I'll give you an example. And I'm not talking just our, our company here. Let me, let me give you an example. We are, uh, we, I, here at Top Results Consulting, we love HubSpot. We love that as a CRM. We love using it. I've, I've, I've leveraged different platform pieces out of it. And that's one thing that I love the most about them is that every time we're ready to add something new or to try to bring another piece in or see if HubSpot's going to be able to help us streamline something else that we're doing so that we can not have to piecemeal some things together, the very first thing that they always offer is to jump on a call and consult and talk and see and better understand what it is that we want so that we know that we're getting the right thing and more importantly so that they can guide us and direct us and and really educate us based on where we're at with our company and what our growth goals are and where we're trying to go and how that different elements of HubSpot and that's just one right there's a lot of these big companies out there that are that do this very very well uh, but it's why I love them because of, of something like that. And we've taken that exact same approach, modeled it right into our business. Now, I've been on some other calls where you try to get that. You try to talk to somebody and they don't want to consult with you. They don't even want to pay attention. They don't even care what the heck your goals are. They just want you on their platform. And if you're going to pay, you're going to be on my platform and that is it. And we're not even going to tell you how this benefits you in your business or how it's going to help you grow and get to the direction that you want to go. Now, at the end of the day, this should also be free. And I'll tell you why it's part of a jargon test. Uh, nobody expects to pay for some sort of evaluation, consultation, kind of uh, better sales, you know, understanding how that platform is going to work. And at the end of the day, it's pretty much a sales call. I shouldn't be paying you to get on the phone and sell me on why yours is something good for me. Right. And we, we're going to get into some of those on some other episodes here soon. Uh, around jargon and why companies that say certain things don't end up with too much business. But that that consulting is like number one rule out of the gate. Look for that. Now, number two, the actual design, the actual design. Now, although things are changing, right? Although things have changed and the day of flashy websites, the day of flashy uh, funnel systems, uh, all of that stuff is kind of changing, right? The algorithm changes on a, on a routine basis, uh, thanks to you know the 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 talk type uh, applications that are out there. I don't want to say one of them because uh, it's we've got one sitting here in the studio, and she'll chime in if I say her name. But you guys know what I'm talking about, like the Google Homes, uh, the uh, the Amazon version of that, so on and so forth. Because of those type of things, algorithms are changing, and it's not so much about how flashy and how video filled and and just you know crazy bells and whistles and all that kind of stuff. But design still plays a major factor, and here's what I mean uh, about that. Your it's kind of like the the blueprint, right? And and the, the website design, it's got to flow. It's got to really flow. And there is a formula to the way a 
web platform, your website, or if you're just doing a, a ton of uh, landing page funnels that, that kind of drop through into the different pieces. And, and that's uh, probably something for another training at some point or another discussion on how those all work. But there is a process. There is a, a foundational like blueprint just like when you build a home, there is a blueprint on how that house must kind of go together to, to be strong, to, to function, and then not be leaning all over the place or just fall down. Same thing with your website. The design of it needs to kind of flow. And there are things that are super important that need to be out there. And there's other things that don't necessarily need to be as predominant. They don't even need to be on the homepage. They could be into other areas of it. So the company that you're working with or wherever you're getting this done at, or if you're trying to do this yourself, thinking about that design element and how do those all go together and why are certain things in certain places? And again, that goes back to something I said earlier, when you got a really strategic approach and, and, a, and a conversion equation that you know works, there's no reason to deviate from that so that you're, everything's set up the right way. Our ads, our marketing, our, our collateral, our, our offline stuff, they get online. Everything's seamless based on this, this conversion equation, this conversion metric and process, because at the end of the day, that's the goal. We want to get them to convert to the next step, to go to the next level, to opt in, to take information, to, to get into a training, whatever, they, whatever it is for your business, so many different layers that that can go. So that's why the design is important. So if you're trying to maybe go to a company and they're just restricting you to, to that design and that's it, or they're trying to restrict you to maybe one or two designs and nothing else, and they have no functionality to, to change things around to fit you, kind of goes back to number one, if they're not consulting with you, they're never going to know if it's working for you or would work for you or not anyway. Now, the actual development, this is number three, right? Once we get into the actual website development, this, this should be handled by what we like to, to call the creator hive, right? The creator hive, meaning it's not just one person. Now, I'm going to use us here at Top Results Consulting as an example. You know, myself, I am not a tech guy. I do not know how to code or word anything in the, in the digital space. I do not build a single one of our clients' uh, sites. However, I do have a role in that creator hive. Just like my partner, Roger, he's got a role in the creator hive. And all of our developers behind that, each of them have their roles and what they're really, really good at. And we use some for certain aspects and others for others. And some are, are really good with uh, the CRM integration. And you know, myself, I'm really good on the creative front, really dialing in a company's message and the verbiage and how does that fit and, and how do we say it? And sometimes I look at, you know, it comes back over to my plate to, to look at, and this is all part of the way the hive works, right? It lands over in my sphere of the hive, and, and it's my job to say, hey, let's change that verbiage up. Let's use a different word here. Let's tweak this to sound a little bit better. Not that it was bad. It's just this fits a little bit better to the message that they're trying to drive. You know, my, my partner, Roger, is really good with aesthetics. He wants things to look a certain way. So the hive, right, that all falls into the actual development of it. And again, our clients are just as involved in that hive because at the end of the day, it's for them and their business. So you want to be thinking about the actual development process. Who's doing it? How are they doing it? Why are they doing it? And, and do you have any say so in the actual development process? And 
this will this will set you up. This if you if you are involved if you, if this is how it's operated, I'm telling you, you're going to get a phenomenal product on the back end. All right, let's dive into number four, and that is web hosting. You see, where your actual website is hosted matters almost as much or even more than your actual design or or even all the other components on it. And here's why. At the end of the day, what it, when I say web hosting, I don't mean where you bought your, your URL, you know, your www dot blah, 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 dot whatever, dot co, dot net, dot gov, dot com, all the different. You bought that on GoDaddy? Cool. Now, GoDaddy is one of those, what I call cheap, kind of slap it together, so to say, platforms that are out there. Uh, and that would be where it would be ended up hosting if that is where you start to do your design and start to build and put this online world together out there. Uh, but if you're going to work with a, a more professional company, finding out where it actually is hosted, do they actually have their own servers? Or is it, you know, are they building through one of these other platforms? They're just, you know, selling the fact that they know how to get in and do it all. And they're going to do it for you, but it's actually through these other type of platforms because Hosting matters. The worst thing in the world is you get this beautiful lead generation machine up and running. It's dialed in. Message looks sweet. It's perfect. Everything sounds great. You can't wait to start driving your clientele to it. And all of a sudden, it's not there. People are going to this thing and they can't even find it. They can't even show up. There's nothing for them to actually land on. And oops, because wherever it was hosted at, went to crap. It fell short. It it crashed, whatever the case is. And you're left going, uh-oh, right? So having somebody that knows or having the, the team that, that's doing this, really being able to host it on something high end and high level. Now, it flows into number five. Now, number five is your website's maintenance. Now, don't confuse maintenance with hosting. Uh, maintenance, even though there are elements of maintenance that go back to where it's actually hosted at and, and what we mean by that stuff like, uh, your, your actual security features, making sure things are updated, security cookie, you know, all the, all the components behind the scenes, all the nitty gritty stuff that I can't even talk about because I don't ever understand it. Hence why I've got my entire crew that does all this for us here and for all of our clients. So they are like me. They don't have to worry about it. We can focus on growing our business and putting to use or putting to work this beautiful thing that we've put together and this really dialed in thing. So the maintenance behind it, actually keeping up the security end of it, keeping up uh, any updates or tweaks or, or whatever the case. Also, you are as the, as the business, you're going to have some maintenance needs, meaning things change. Information change, products change, what you need on there, what do you want it to have on there? Maybe your campaigns change and the messaging and you want to retweak that to fit it better. All of these things have a, a place in there in that that maintenance site, uh, the maintenance of the site pretty much once it gets public and once it's out there. And you want to be able to do this quickly so that you can make Fast changes, depending. Perfect example. We're dealing with COVID-19, the pandemic that's sweeping all over the place right now, really crushing a lot of small businesses. And a lot of businesses have had to pivot, completely change. I know us here at Top Results Consulting, we stepped into the fight to help by sourcing and getting our hands on some products that other people needed to have nothing to do with what our business is about. But in a matter of about two and a half hours, because the maintenance end of our, of our side here, number five, 
that we're talking about here so dialed in within a matter of two and a half hours i was able to get over to the team exactly what i needed on a certain page they were able to build that get it up and running get it plugged in make sure everything worked boom two and a half hour time frame to get this thing up and going for an area of our business that we needed to pivot on to be able to help not just our clients but our surrounding communities and everything else if you don't have the the feasibility to function that quickly and make something like that happen, that's going to hurt. That's going it's going to be a drawback and it's going to limit the amount of success that you can have online that you're going to be able to do online. So really paying attention to that side. Can you make these adjustments quickly? Can you pivot quickly? Can you maintain update type of things in your in your business virtually on the online space in a quick, fast, swift manner or do you got to put a bunch of energy effort and stress into it that's going to do it for today's episode here on the Sean Tiberio show as always if you are not subscribed I encourage you on YouTube hit the little subscribe button turn the bell on so that you get notified each and every week when we throw a new one of these out if you're not subscribed or tuned into our blog head over to our website topresultsconsulting.com grab yourself a copy Take a look at every week we're publishing new information, new blog content to help you guys out, just like we're breaking down different ones here on the Sean Tiberio Show each and every week. If you're like me and you prefer to listen sometimes more on audio when you're doing some other stuff, grab this episode and others just like it out there on any of the different podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, it's all over out there. We'll link all those up down in the notes. And do us a favor, show us a, a little bit of, of love, help us out a little bit. We love hearing from you guys, and it really helps us get the message out to more people just by simply giving this episode a thumbs up, giving it a big old like, a happy face, you know what I mean. Show us some love, throw a little comment down in the comment box, just let us know what you took away from it, what you love about it, what is it that you realize that you've been doing pretty well with out of these five uh, tactics or five areas for success in your online space. And more importantly, if there's something specific that you want us to break down, let us know. Throw it down in the comment section. We would love to hear from you so that we know what type of information is going to best serve each and every one of you guys out there. Until next time, I say it every single time and I mean it. Until next time, here's to your success. We'll see you guys later on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, as well as share it out with your fellow entrepreneurs. Congratulations again for showing up today. Now get out there, take action, and I'll talk to you again on the next episode.